So we can see Walmart's revenue has been constantly going up throughout the years, but net income has been decreasing every year. We'll take a look at why in today's episode of Buy or Pass. Hey guys, my name is Jose and this is another episode of Buy or Pass. In this series, I will look at the financial documents of a company and decide if I was looking for another investment, would I buy or would I pass? Before we start, don't forget to hit that subscribe button to get info on new episodes and other videos. Let's begin. This is going to be the second part of the last episode I did. Last time we took a look at Walmart's earnings presentation for Q4, which also helped us look at the annual data. Today we're going to take a look at my favorite website, lazyfa.com, which allows me to see all the financial numbers in the past quarter and years in an easy visual format. So we'll take a look at them and then decide if I would buy or pass on Walmart. All right, guys, here we're on Lazy FA, taking a look at Walmart's information. Right now, we're gonna take a look at the income statement. Income statement, we can see right, right off the bat, we've had an increasable revenue each year. Fortunately, with that, we've also seen an increase in cost of revenue. But the great thing is our gross profit is increasing, so that means our revenue is increasing. It's much higher than our cost of revenue. So if we take a look here, one of the things that kind of threw me off where I had to do a little more research, um, net income kept dropping, kept dropping over the past quarter, even though uh, over the past years, even though revenue itself seems to be increasing little by little. The amount of revenue that's been increasing has not been by much. It's been like, for most of the time, a few billion dollars. 15, 16, 17, it was pretty much flat. But wondering was, even though it was flat, why this net income kept dropping? Well, in 2019, it hit pretty low, and I decided to take a look instead at the quarterly information. The quarterly information showed me something pretty crazy. It showed me in quarter two of this past year, Walmart reported a net income of negative $861 million. So that alone would make this so much higher. And I wanted to see why, why we had that, that negative income, where normally it will be around $2 billion. So in reality, there was a delta change of about $3 billion, right? The negative $861 million plus the Two billion at average. So if that was in charge, this would be around the levels of eighteen. So I ended up doing a few, a few, a little bit of research, and I was taking a look at past news data. And here we can see that the main reason was there was a one-time such loss related to the sale of majority stake of Walmart in Brazil. This happened in quarter two. So in quarter two. Walmart sells majority of Brazil unit and takes a $4.5 billion charge. $4.5 billion is pretty high, so I, I wouldn't even put the whole $4.5 billion, but let's say we would increase this by up to $2 billion, like I mentioned. Our net income would be higher than last year's. That's, that's good news, right? It was definitely a one-time charge, and it's not something we're going to see again. But um, besides that, everything else looks good, right? We have that healthy revenue. Cost of revenue has not increased as much, giving us that positive growth profit. 
Now let's take a look here at red flags. If LazyFA is gonna throw us any red flags, but right here, just we start off right. We can see that difference between revenue versus cost of revenue. We can see that gap there, and that gap right there is gonna give us our gross profit. Our gross profit has been increasing over time. One thing here, this is revenue versus cost of revenue is growth percentage-wise. It seems to always be almost a one-to-one -one ratio, cost of revenue increase at a higher pace, but not it's not that much higher. So it's almost a one-to-one -one ratio at the moment, so everything still looks pretty pretty normal in that in that regards. One thing here though is this year they did have a lower profit margins. But that's because that net income this year was a lot lower for quarter two, especially due to quarter two. So it reduced this profit margin. But profit margin for this company is actually really low, right? It has about a 3.5% profit margin. And finally, we have some red flags throwing up here. The first flag is just telling us that cost of growth, it, revenue growth is. Revenue growth is growing at a slower pace than cost of revenue. Like we've mentioned before, right? It's almost a one-to-one -one ratio, so that's not a red flag that I really want to take a look at. The next flag is just telling us that net income has been decreasing dramatically over the past two years. So I understand why we had such net, negative net income growth this past year, but I can't tell you about previous years. So unfortunately, that's kind of throwing me, definitely throwing me a red flag at the moment. But we do know that Walmart is purchasing and increasing its e-commerce type data from the last report we did. Next, we'll take a look at the balance sheet. So in the balance sheet here, we can see total assets increasing, unfortunately, total liabilities and total debt increasing. Our total debt is right now at $58 billion compared to last year at 46. We can see a majority of this liability growth is due to the total debt, right? Total debt increased by about $12 billion and our total liabilities grew by about $15 billion. A huge percent of it was due to total debt. Receivables is increasing, but payables is also. They do have a strong payable liability. So payables is just what they're called paying there. Their suppliers and their vendors, and we can see it's actually $47 billion, it's almost one third of its total liabilities. And we'll probably see that in the total asset and liability distribution. This company has some nice amount of cash and cash equivalents, which is pretty good, sitting at $8 billion. Still not enough to make a dent of its total debt. Let's take a look right at the red flags. We can take a look here. Fortunately, our shareholder equity has been decreasing. That's because our total assets and liabilities are close, our, our debt gap is getting smaller. Here we can see, right, we've had liabilities growth increasing at a faster rate than assets, but assets are still growing. It is pretty crazy to see our shareholder equity dropping. It's, again, not, not a thing I like to see. Here we can see payables and total liabilities. At the moment, payables is actually 40% of total liabilities, followed by another 40% is on non-current debt. 
Next current debt, there's a huge amount, not a huge amount, uh, eight, almost $8 billion of current debt. But we can see this company, it ha does not seem like it's paying off much of his total debt at the moment, right? We can see here from graphs, they, there's moments where it's decreasing. It's pretty much been around this area. So it maintains this steady, steady liabilities in, in both non-current debt and payables. Payables does seem to be increasing. Here we can see total assets. The main, the main total assets are property, plants, and equipment sitting at 56. Now obviously this is a big retail chain. They definitely have a lot of stores. So a lot of equipment and plants are definitely and properties are gonna take a huge portion of that asset allocation. Right, there's so many Walmarts and that real estate itself is an asset. Um, the next big portion is inventory. Like I mentioned, this is only uh, uh, a supermarket, so it makes sense that inventory is their next biggest asset. But what I want to want to make sure, inventory has been pretty flat, right? I do like to see um, inventory either flat or decreasing. My main reason for one, Excuse me. My main reason for wanting to see that, right, is if I see inventory increasing too much, it means they're buying stuff, they're not selling enough. If I see it flat enough, is they, they've maintained this nice pace where they're selling and buying at an equal rate. Obviously, I would prefer to see decreasing, but at the moment, being flat is not, not a horrible thing. Last thing we're going to take a look at is cash flow statement. We can see this company as positive cash flow from operation that's the only cash flow from op um, i care about cash flow from operations because that means it's making money out of its everyday use unfortunately it is pretty flat so we talked about last quarter um the last presentation that this company is increasing its online sales increasing its assets on online sales so hopefully that helps it out but net cash flow from operations have been pretty flat over time. Let me just take a look at the metrics real quick. I just price to earnings ratio. Price to earnings ratio is getting higher and higher over the past um, over the past uh, quarters. Like pretty sure these are investors betting really betting money that this company is going to be able to at least fight Amazon with now having these high online seller e-commerce type assets. Let's take a quick, quick look and income statement. We have that revenue increasing that cost of revenue also increasing. We have that nice gross profit still increasing. You saw that net income is decreasing. I can't tell you why in the previous years, but this year had that quarter two big, um, big time, one time charge for selling assets in Bill. Balance sheet, we have balance sheet. Our, to our shareholder equity is decreased. It's decreasing, right? And that's something I don't like to see. Shareholder equity Asset distribution, I'm not, not, nothing's really scaring me from the asset distribution. It makes sense that both equipment, plant, property, and as well as inventory are a majority of their assets, right? Because that's pretty much what this company is. Liability distribution, one thing I do not like is that total, that 
total non-current debt seems to be increasing and so is that payables right they don't seem to have been paying anything down so they're really trying to it seems they're trying to build up to grow and that does seem a little scary for me so at the moment i personally for my reasons i think i would pass on walmart just because i don't think that e-commerce is going to be actually hmm, so would i pass or buy so the numbers themselves are not that good but they're not bad either right they're a little bit in so right now what's breaking me apart is do i believe that these e-commerce business that they're adding and that they're increasing sales is going to help them out in the long run or is it going to stall them back and i mean if they're able to sell more things online obviously we should see um a decrease in this total debt right then they'll eventually start paying off this debt and increase revenue and with e-commerce hopefully have lower cost of revenue but at the same time is how much more are they gonna have to build and how much more they're gonna have to buy but at least make some form of debt in some other against some other common companies like amazon e-commerce that's i think a decision that one has to make themselves and i'm not sure if i was to think that this e-commerce was a good idea I definitely would buy would put a buy on it but i'm not 100 sure and for that reason since i'm not sure i'm gonna have to give it a pass like i said i'm pretty sure you could be pretty good if you definitely believe this company is able to sell a lot of things online and that e-commerce assets are going to be a great thing for this company this would have the company going pretty high but for me at the moment i don't feel that way so i'm gonna have to give it a pass Alright guys, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Like I mentioned, Lazy FA makes it so easy to look at all this information. It makes these episodes go pretty fast. I'm curious, would you buy or pass on Walmart based on the information we saw in the past two episodes? Also, don't forget to subscribe to get updates on new episodes and other videos. Have a good night guys and let me know what you guys think. Take care.